three holes, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been three weeks. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, I mean, it was the holidays, and I had surgery on Christmas Eve, so. Yeah, well, didn't stop you from doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I did a lot of uh, standing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and laying around, watched a lot of TV. Um, but oh, anime. Anime. Uh, yeah, I finished. Well, I got caught up with Fire Force. I got caught up with um, My Hero. But I mean, I've been caught up with My Hero. Um, what else? I hate that. Hold on. Stop right there. I've been caught up with My Hero. <laughs> Why? Don't. 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 Listen here, you millennial. Okay. I don't know Listen what you, here, you Gen Xer. I don't know what you mean. I don't know why you're mad. I've been caught up because it's week to week. But you don't say I've been. I've been caught up. What would you? What would you say? I did. I did catch up. No, no, <laughs> sir. No, sir. <laughs> you can barely read. How dare you? I'm gonna write. I'm gonna Google search. I've. <laughs> How dare I've you? Been. I've been because I've. Is just a, I have well, a conjunction of I have caught up. I have been, been caught up. Yes, I have been caught up on my hero <laughs> since this season started. You type in Ben B E N like uh, <laughs> Spider Man's dad. Ben like Ben Ten, dude. Um, I've been caught up in Grammarly. Let's see what it says. <laughs> I gotta pay for it. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Google doesn't tell me it's wrong, but. It ain't right. Well, it doesn't say it. I don't know. Um, but anyways. Any hoodle, my poodle. You know what I've been doing? Huh. Not posting on our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerds podcast. Uh, we haven't been on Twitch, which is nerds of podcast. Our Instagram nerd podcast really hasn't been getting any love. There's no emails coming in through our email. Nerds of podcast at gmail.com. Uh, YouTube is dead. And if you found us here, great. We're on Nerds on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. And uh, my butthole is all cut up. <laughs> it's been cut up. <laughs> been cut up from the butt up. Um, I'm just going to go into it. So I had butthole surgery, as you guys you know, were aware was coming. Uh, I was pretty nervous. And then uh, I sat in the... In the hospital, the surgical wing of the hospital, waiting for the surgeon, you know, to do my surgery for like four hours this time because I guess fucking Christmas Eve was busy. <laughs> there was like back to back. There was three people in front of me with my surgeon when I got there. So end of year is always busy. Yeah, because everyone's trying to do what I did. Um, exactly what you did. But while Don't we were <laughs> while we were waiting. I, you know, the doctor came and uh, popped in between appointments just to say, hey, how are you feeling? You know, any questions before we go in? So I asked him the general stuff. I was, you know, the last time I hadn't asked him because I was fucking naked and he was looking at my asshole. So I wasn't thinking about questions. You're um, like, hey, I recognize that starfish anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, your instruments are really soft. And then I hear him go. <laughs> um, so. I'm like, look, uh, I don't want any narcotics. You know, I don't want any narcotic pain medicine. He was like, yeah, but I'm gonna prescribe you Percocet. And I'm like, but yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'll like, I'll just do uh, Tylenol. Percocet. It's been working. And he's like, 
yeah, no, you're going to definitely want the Percocet. So I'm like, mm, I had surgery on my tailbone already, and you know that was pretty painful, and I survived off naproxen and Tylenol. And he's like, yeah, uh, all my patients that have had both say this is way worse. And so he got me scared. Uh, so I filled it. Well, and then when I woke up, apparently I told Kelsey, the, the first thing I told her was, we got to get that prescription because I'm in pain. But I don't remember that because I was fucking coming out of anesthesia. Uh, but then... I was in a little bit of pain, you know, it was like kind of sore. And then later, like I, I pulled down my pantaloons, uh, just to kind of, well, I was, in, I was taking a piss, but I pulled them down just to see, uh, you know, what was going on. And a fucking giant roll of, um, bandages fell out or gauze, um, that were like pressed again, like just basically jammed inside of my ass crack. And that was what was hurting. It was pushing really hard against the, the incisions. So after that, I was in, like, no pain. So then Christmas, uh, we had canceled everything, like, plans everybody, and fucking I woke up, and I was in, like, on a 1 to 10 scale, I was on a 0. I had 0 pain. So I was, you know, it was probably still anesthesia kind of kicking around because they pump you full of fucking pain meds. Um, So we went to my sister's, and, you know, I kind of hung out there. And luckily it was Christmas, so my niece was, like, pretty chill. I didn't have to... Uh, we played like she let me sit on the couch and I just played dolls with her there because um, normally she makes me run around but she was pretty understanding uh, and then I mean the rest of the week I just kind of laid around I watched all of Watchmen that weekend which we'll get into but I fucking loved it it was probably the best TV show it's up there it's up there with Hannibal and Boy Meets World for sure it if they don't do another season it's it's like if it's it's like if True Detective had done the right thing and just been one season and done. It it was yeah, it's probably my favorite TV I've seen in a while. Um but we can talk a little more about that. Um I watched anime, I played Dark Souls. Um mostly anything I could do laying on the couch, so I didn't play on my computer for like a full week. I missed it. I could see it across the room and I just reached out lovingly to it but didn't touch it um but yeah i mean it's been recovery wise like it's been surprisingly easy uh i was really worried because it's your butthole like a lot of you know action happens there you're pooping and sitting and just doing lots of stuff and i was kind of worried but uh it's been pretty pain-free i mean i have days where it's like tender and washing it is not fun because they like cut two sides like they cut both sides of the inside of my ass crack i don't know why i mean i don't know maybe he slipped but uh so right there is where it's like kind of healing up the right now because like it seems like most of it's scarred and and healing pretty good but that's where it still seems like it might be open there's like a little bit of blood and stuff and it kind of fucking hurts when i wash in there but yeah i mean if you've got if you feel like uh you know you may have something going on fucking go do it it's not it's nothing especially if you got one of these things just fucking go get the surgery asap a-s-s-a-p yeah a-s-s-a-p because you don't want to have fucking almost a year a full year of this in your life of wearing fucking maxi pads in your underwear all right so you just uh brought up the fact about uh watchman you saw it you loved it uh we'll review it um as a topic today um another topic we both watched star wars over our break right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and we're gonna go ahead and spoil the shit out of that <laughs> uh, but 
I did see a commercial for the new Fargo season. Did did you see that? That Fargo's no. on its way back? No. But I'm excited. I mean, Noah Hawley's amazing, so so that's more good TV coming our way. The Mandalorian wrapped up. I don't know if you got a chance to catch up on that. Uh, wrapped up really well. Very, very well. Oh, yeah. We should review that. I saw the whole thing. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Well, we're just writing the show as we go. Yeah. Show as we go. Um, but as for me, uh, just I really haven't been doing much. Uh, just holidays, family in town. Uh, bought myself a couple games uh, and said that Santa brought it to me. Uh, got Starlink. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you're an adult, right? You just buy yourself gifts and then you say that's from Santa. Um, got Starlink for like ten bucks there um, as a special deal. Um, oh, that's the and, Switch uh, space game, right? Yeah, it's like the Star Fox kind of space game. You know what? For ten bucks, I'll give it a shot. Did you get a ship? Got, yeah, it came with uh, one of the ships. I've got the Nintendo Switch version, so it comes with uh, Fox McCloud. Um, and then I also got Killer Queen for the Switch. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, get to play the family on that. That should be pretty fun. Um, other than that, that's pretty much all I kind of got. And I haven't re- really picked it up because I'm still playing Pokemon, just kind of going around searching looking under every crack trying to take the hard way of the game like i'm like because it's like it's, it's so easy to extremely easy yeah so like right now i'm spending a lot of time just battling like way overpowered pokemon um just for the fun of it to get my teeth kicked in because if not i mean you could just breeze through it Have but you found i it annoying to fucking catch pokemon sometimes out in the wild not for me i don't know not yet I haven't found that annoying yet. How many gyms have you done? No, none yet. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm just kind of cruising, man. I'm taking my time. Oh. I don't really have any... Like, there's not a lot of games that kind of came out at the end of the year that I have too much of my backlog, and uh, J- Jesse stole my uh, Death Stranding. He'll bring it back when he's <laughs> ready, but, but I told him to play it. Um. I ordered Days Gone. I had it like on a special for like twelve bucks. And I was looking forward to playing it, but it showed up and it's like the uh, Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> I did a uh, I, I did a I did a claim to send it back, but uh, it it was like through like a seller on eBay, and then I was out of town, so I couldn't send it back. They're like send it back by this time, or yeah, we're not going to refund your money. And, and you said, uh, okay. Send back the game, yeah. No, I said, you said, que? Oh, yes, okay. So I guess I'm going to learn Spanish. It's going to be like <laughs> Duolingo. I don't know. But I did, um, I totally forgot. I had a Sega cabinet. I don't know if you guys ever seen it on our Instagram or my Instagram, where it's like a Sega store display, like a locking cabinet with a light in it and, and everything. And um, I had it at jesse's house and i totally forgot about it he called me and goes hey man i i got like a friend moving in um i need you to come pick up uh this cabinet and i'm like what cabinet because dude the sega cabinet so now i i like redid my room and put a bunch of sega games in there and it's pretty awesome um i'm gonna hook that thing up to like a like a google enabled light switch so i could just like 
Okay, oh, Google, God. turn on Sega cabinet. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, turn on Sega cabinet. And uh, it'll turn on. Like your whole house. <laughs> like the whole house, yeah. But other than that, not really much, man. Um, trying to hit more pinball, uh, play more pinball. Went to silver ball once. But that's about it. I uh, I did a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of watching. Um, I played D and D one time. Well, you, you got the new group, and you're the the DM, which is pretty exciting. It's stressful, is what it is, because I, <laughs> I have to prep a bunch of shit, and I'm not great at prep. Uh, it's just like I what I do is I create you know little PDFs of or Word docs of every monster stat block that I think they might encounter. You know that's kind of written into the the campaign where they're at. Get that all together. Um, but the books don't really give you much to go on. Like you're supposed to read the whole adventure before you DM, but it's like a fucking giant book. Like I'm not gonna read the whole fucking thing. I'm gonna forget half the shit I read anyway. So what I read is like the chapter ahead. Like I read a chapter or two ahead, and I I have like some guides that I found online of people kind of laying out the main plot. But man, we're in the weeds now. The next fucking time, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. This is this is a rough one. I gotta like do a lot of shit because can go anywhere and i'm i need to like work in their backstories and do like quests for them but i don't know how to do any of that <laughs> so it's it's stressful but it's been fun i mean they're they're enjoying it um this time they have their own goblin basically that they sort of adopted i mean they they gave it they got it a parent when they rescued all these people but her name's gum gum and they really <laughs> they really like her um yeah it's been it's been fun but um I'm stressed for the next one, but we can't play for a while, so I have time. Um, and then I got a game. So an, a new MMO came out in early access. It's called Reign of Darkness. And I got it for 20 bucks on Steam because it's made in Unity, which uh, the MMO I'm really stoked for, Pantheon, Rise of the Fallen, is being made in Unity. So I just kind of wanted to see how well the engine holds up in an MMO, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. Like I've been up late the last couple nights uh running this uh the first dungeon over and over again with uh, a friend I made and then last night we made a new friend and so the three of us have been running it and it's been it's been fun. Like it's it's like a very old school uh MMO where the quests don't really have tracking, you know, you just you take the quest and then you run around and figure out where it's at. You kind of read the text and it tells you a little bit like over the next ridge, there's like a bear you got to find, <laughs> kill it and I'll give you some stuff. Um, and most of the time I'm just farming, like just beating up mobs and taking whatever I can get from them to level. Uh, but I've been having a lot of fun. It's 20 bucks. If anyone's interested, um, I don't, they don't have friends list. So <laughs> I guess if I add me, if you get it, tell me on fucking Facebook and, We'll have to coordinate that way. So, like, the friends I made, we had to... One of them had a Discord server, thank God. So, he invited me to that. And then we added each other, and we made our own friends list that way. But, um, yeah, it's being developed by one dude, which is really crazy. And kind of speaks to how handy the tools that Unity provides are. But, um, it's, so far, I'm really liking it. Um, but, yeah, what else? Uh, Fire Force was really good, if you're into anime. I'm really enjoying it. It's not done yet, but I'm up to date with it. And uh, it's been really, really, really good. I like the animation a lot. And I've been watching um, Demon Slayer, Sempo, Boop, Choo Choo, whatever. Some weird fucking name, but Demon Slayer. 
uh, on Crunchyroll as well. I got back into it. Really liking that too. The art's really good in that. Um, and it's finally getting better. Like, there's a character that really annoyed me, but then they they added this guy who wears a pig head uh, or a boar head, and he's fucking awesome. So, <laughs> the, there's like this one guy who just cries all the time. Like, his whole thing is that he sucks and he's a crybaby, and then he passes out from fear, and another personality takes over and is awesome. But most of the time, he's just a crybaby and screams. And I'm like, I hate this. But um, yeah. So other than that, we'll we'll get into Star Wars, which I saw, and Watchmen, which I saw, and I am like four or five episodes into The Witcher, um, which I I'll quickly give my thoughts on now since you're not really watching it. Well, I I am watching it. I'm five episodes in. I I just can't follow it. So like for example, right? Like that's a show you kind of have to pay attention to, and you know really kind of focus. Um, and there's a lot of times I can't understand what they're saying. I, do you have the same problem? Like, like I have a hard time. I'm not deaf, you know. It's just, it's just I'm having a hard time understanding what they're saying. Well, I, uh, I keep subtitles on on everything I watch always, because TVs suck at putting sound out, and I don't always watch with my sound bar downstairs. So, I always keep subtitles on. It, it it's like, but but for me, it's like they're referencing things that you don't even know about yet. You know what I mean? Like they're talking about this world that you're not even introduced to. Yeah. You're just kind of thrown into. Yeah, it's for fans of the game and the books even more. Um Yeah, it, the the timeline is a little wacky cuz you realize after a couple episodes that they're jumping around a lot. Like you're seeing multiple timelines. Like mm-hmm. Yennefer's whole stories in the past and um then they jump to the Witcher in the past, like some of the time he's in the past. Yeah, um, that that I couldn't figure out until, like. Well, I just Rachel watched the one. Tell me. I just watched the one with the guy who's like a hedgehog. Uh, have you seen that one? No, not yet. Yeah, you definitely have. So with the guy, he's like a knight, and he's got like a fucking, I don't know, he's like some kind of monster man. He's like a cursed dude. No. No. Oh, that one's a good one because at the very end you get the classic Geralt. Hmm fuck (laughs) (laughs) which is like a meme now because he says it all the time i'll say this though henry cavill's great he has the voice down like really really well and i think he he, he has his acting is great but the fucking choreography on the fighting is really good like Mm -hmm. he does all the spinny sword shit that Geralt does in the games which i really really liked um he doesn't always wear both swords he carries both but he only wears one at a time usually which is kind of lame but and I want to see him dual wield, like I want to see him just go fucking buck wild. But I really like that he like they have him doing because like in the game he does all these weird spinny combos, like he's constantly spinning around and slashing and like dodging. And he like I think the next episode you're on then is the one that I'm talking about. Um, okay, that one has a really good fight scene. So, um, but yeah, it's a little confusing. Um, I didn't beat any of the games. I played all of them, but. I didn't beat any of them, so I'm as confused as you most of the time. <laughs> I did know the aborted baby ghost one. That was that's like the first uh, big side quest in Witcher Three, which yeah. I was. It was cool that they kind of included it. So yeah, it was that was that was a great kind of dark episode. Um, it just shows you Geralt and like that he does have a heart. You know what I mean? That he has like sympathy um and morals which i i I don't know it's 
it's a really cool world because it's gray. Everything's gray. You know, there's no good and evil. It's like everything has two sides and there's morality to all of it. So I don't know. I like it a lot so far. For me, it's like a... I'm going to give it a four I'm so far. I mean, I haven't finished it, but I'm going to give it a four out of five dicks. I, I, if I had to grade it on what I've seen so far, I think I'm four episodes in. Uh, I'm, I would have to give it a four too. Very entertaining. Uh, love Henry Cavill. Uh, he's doing a great job as a witcher. And the choreogra- uh, choreography, choreography, uh, <laughs> the areolography. Um, there it is. Um, is awesome to watch. Plus, the graphics are top notch. Hmm. So, you know, I think the graphics, you know, for a Netflix TV show. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, is... they can be a little dicey, but generally, I really like them. I like that they use like makeup effects and stuff like some they mix it up yeah they mix it up it's not all cg some of the cg is it looks good but it doesn't look necessarily real a lot of the time but it's tv you know what i mean you you, you can forgive when netflix it's like if it was on you know hbo like when the dragons on fucking game of thrones looked fake as shit you're like well it's fucking hbo it's not a movie they're not you know mm-hmm. they don't have a budget of 300 million dollars so yeah but yeah, I'll review the end of it once I finish it. I just haven't had time. Now I'm like working again, so it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got used to kind of staying home and surgery life and playing. Yeah, well, like last week I was doing like you know, a couple hours in the office and then I could work from home and I, when I'm at home I could just watch TV while I was working, you know. So mm-hmm. I got through a lot of stuff. Though Watchmen I couldn't watch while I was working cuz that show. Whew, it keeps you glued, man. Keeps you it keeps glued. you glued. Well, we well can... before we get into that, yeah. let's get into a little bit of the news. Um, I don't know if you saw the PS5 controller leak. Yeah, you told me about it, and I, I gave it a look. Um, I mean, looks it, like an Xbox controller. Yeah, it looks it looks like the <laughs> diff like the distance between the two basically, but it's not much smaller than the current Xbox One controller. It doesn't look like. Um, yeah, and supposedly that these are all leaked by a cleaning person named Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about this? No. Oh, dude, it's a pretty funny story. I don't think it's real. I think it's just like, uh, I don't know. Oh, but that I, little I think... screen you can like do stuff with, I realize now, because they have like a picture up with it running. Yeah. And it looks like you're, they're like sending a message or signing in to PSN or something. Yeah, it's like a mini screen there. I don't know. It's If this is what we got, I I don't, I'm not sure if, if, uh, if it's that different from the PS4 controller, like well, enough to call it a t- totally something separate. I love the joystick layout and the button layout of the PS controllers, but the Xbox er- ergonomically fits my hand better. It, um, you know what? So you know what it this. is? Is that D-pad needs to be below where the Xbox figured it out? Because how many times are you actually using that D-pad? Um, quite a bit in you Dark Souls. <laughs> Ideally, I think thumbsticks should be out near the edge, and uh, buttons should be in. No, see, I love the the layout of the PlayStation controller. I just don't like how small the paddles are. So this looks like they're going to have more hand space in the paddles, which is really what my biggest problem is. If there's depth, I'll be really happy, because over extended periods, my pinkies start to hurt. Um, and I think it's like, you know, from the way that I'm having to hold them because my big-ass hands... 
Um, but we'll see. It looks like a little touch screen with a, a screen on it, and it looks like it'll be how you kind of you can launch games off it pretty easy, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, who knows what the functionality is? That fucking touch screen right now is borderline useless. So I don't. You broke up. Oh no. I think his internet went out. I'm gonna pause. Alright, we're back. I don't know where we were. Only a minute has gone by, but Keith? I was just I was just mainly um I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um I'm so mad right now. Cause I I spent like eighty bucks for like a nice uh like a nice microphone. Because Windows and Skype uh, hate uh, Bluetooth headsets, so they like to disconnect constantly. And I um, I forgot the microphone at home. Yeah, case in point. Um, so the next story we've got has to do with Batman, but we're talking about leaked photos. Did you see the set photo of uh, Robert Pattinson on the set of Batman? No, I haven't yet. I'm going to look just, it up. He's just sitting on a motorcycle. Um, and he's got like a little scarf cover or like a little lower face mask like a little neckerchief covering his face um and he's got darker hair so but that's about it. it's a kind of a blurry photo he's just riding a motorcycle and he's got like kind of tactical gear on but I'm uh, trying to look it up right now oh yeah yeah huh people are saying it's to mimic a cover of some recent comics or i don't know some comic run but where batman rode a motorcycle i don't fucking know he had a Batman mask on on the comic, though. So, um, But you have a story here. Matt Reeves, the director of the Batman movie that's coming up with Robert Pattinson, uh, has seemingly confirmed on Twitter that Colin Farrell will be playing the Penguin in the upcoming film. But I thought they Night. I thought they said uh, Paul Dano was playing the Penguin. Hold on. Paul. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to type. Uh, but the fucking keyboard's far away. Um, Paul Dano. You're so far. Uh, so Paul Dano's the kid from There Will Be Blood. Uh, yeah, oh, he's the Riddler. I'm sorry. Um, he's the I Drink Your Milkshake. Well, the guy that uh, he said, I, I Drink Your Milkshake, too. But he's going to be playing the Riddler. Hmm. So it's going to be a jam-packed movie, then. Uh, yeah, I think they're... You know, hopefully not all these people are the villains. I think it's going to be... They're introducing, you know, the kind of setting up the world. Um, mm-hmm. And so we see, but there's probably going to be something in Arkham or something showing that they, um, that these people exist and have been arrested or have been foiled by Batman before. So, because we also have uh, someone. Sorry, hold on. I have an article here. Uh, Robert Pattinson. We've got Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. He's uh, uh Albert. Albert. What was his name from Westworld? The the guy that you find out in the first season was a robot. Not Albert. Um, that's um, Arthur. Oh my God, Arthur. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Um, she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. She was. Uh, she was in X Men First Class. Um, I forget the character she was, but she had like the wings. I think she had like pixie wings or something. Um, Paul Dano. Uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Andy Serkis playing Alfred, which I think is going to be kind of fun, and then someone named Jamie Lawson as Bella, uh, Bella, a grassroots political candidate running for office in Gotham. 
John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. That's going to be really cool because John Turturro is <laughs> incredible. And Carmine Falcone's a kind of a cool character just for the underworld, you know? And we also have Peter Skarsgård um, as an unknown character. Falcone is, is uh, Eraserhead, right? Mm, no, I don't think so. No. He's just a mobster. We'll see. Yeah. But Peter Skarsgård's a good actor, too, so it'll be interesting to have him uh, in the film as well. So, I, Casting-wise, I mean, it's looking pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's a stacked cast. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. People were hating on Robert Pattinson, but The Lighthouse was fucking banging. So, <laughs> we shall see. Um, and that's it for news. Our shitty-ass three weeks of news. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you, it's Christmas. Kinda... I mean, anything that we're going to report has already been talked about, right? So, you know, yeah. there's not a lot of new news coming out right now. But we have a ton to get into on our review side. I mean, um, everyone kind of – anyone who's going to watch Star Wars uh, has seen it already, right? Yeah, and that means we can spoil it. I mean, we are going to spoil it. We are going to spoil um, Watchmen as well. Um but I mean, both have been out for a minute now. So, I mean, Watchmen's been out for two months, but finished like a month ago. So, but yeah, so let's get into Star Wars: um, The Rise of Skywalker, which is kind of that doesn't make sense. Ugh. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. All right, look, spoiler, 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 spoiler alert going forward for this and then Mandalorian because we will be talking about that next uh, and, mm-hmm. and Watchmen so if you haven't seen all three of those or any of them don't fucking listen beyond this point yeah um, they do I mean it makes a sense by the end because Ray calls herself a Skywalker and then for some reason Luke and Leia show up as ghosts and it's like <laughs> are they your inc- incestuous parents like what do you like where did this come from like yeah, you know you're not a part of that family like did you get married by one handhold <laughs> no one little kiss <laughs> yeah uh, like that's it i'll say this though so i have a lot of issues with this film right a lot of them um let's you know what let's rate it up front and then kind of go into it cuz that i don't want i don't want that to in, influence my or have people think my score is going to be something based on how negative i'm about to be but I'm gonna give no, it you're a, just negative, Nancy. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Three? Really? Three? Yeah, I had fun, but it's fucking messy. It is a mess. Mm. What are you saying? I, I mean, three, 3.5 out of five, maybe a four for me. We don't do halves I, anymore, dude. There's no half okay. dicks. Then, four, then foursies. I'm going foursies. I, I really did enjoy it just as a movie. Just sit back and, and you know enjoy it. Uh, you said you cried. Play. What? You cried. I cried twice. And it was at parts that you really shouldn't be crying at. Well, I mean, the the, the C-3PO moment was nice. But then they immediately, like literally um, 10 minutes later, they're like, oh, R2 actually does have a backup. LOL. <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't, don't let something have stakes. Ugh. All right. So. I'm just going to go through some bullet points. I don't have them written down. They're just in my brain. But I'll go through the things I liked and the things I didn't like. Um, Overall, I think it's a fun movie. I don't think it's a necessarily good Star Wars movie. And now that nine of them exist and I would say three of them are good or three of them are what I would call very good to great. 
the rest of them go from like eh mm. actually i like the last jedi yeah so four of them i would say are either good or great and five of them are from mm, terrible to okay <laughs> that's including uh return of the jedi which i would say is all right it's it's pretty good uh and then all of the prequels can eat my shit <laughs> Kiss my piss. Kiss so my audience piss. score on Rotten Tomatoes is about 86%. Okay. So this is a reverse most, of the the last Jedi. And in the tomato meter, the Rotten Tomato meter is at 54%. So I'm saying it's the reverse. So with uh blah, 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 Last Jedi, it was audience score was low, critic score was high. This is the reverse. Now, so I will say this in fairness to the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> they weren't left with much of a path to go forward on. I mean, for the second act movie to kill the main villain that we knew nothing about, it's sort of rough, right? Like, and to almost redeem Kylo Ren at that point, like, I mean, in my perfect world, my, my director, like my armchair director's movie, I would have, my script would have been Kylo is the big bad. We give him that redemption at the end. And then you allow the force to be balanced out by Kylo and Ray existing dark and light, right? Dark side, mm-hmm. light side. Makes sense. And what, what I was thinking is like, why do Sith have to be bad? Why can't the dark side be just a darker side of the force you know what i mean like we all live in a world where we all live on a spectrum of emotion right so why can't they just exist that yeah maybe it's he's an they're angrier people and they or they channel their anger into weirder powers but like couldn't they exist and balance the force like by the end couldn't it have been that ray is the light kylo is the dark and they just exist as a balance right they coexist i don't know but instead, they were like, but what if Palpatine, since we don't have Snoke, like, what if he was there the whole time as a zombie? And then there's a jar <laughs> of misshapen-headed Snokes. Like, what? why did he make him look like that? <laughs> Believability? Well, it, I mean, no, this is total fan service of like, all right, where did Snoke come from? Like, how come we're just now hearing about Snoke, right? This is the answer. This is the answer to that, finally, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I... Dude, you can't disagree with me on this. I mean, this whole <laughs> this whole thing was all fan service. Oh, you know it definitely I mean? was. Um, the whole thing was like, they read every chat, and they found... Well, yeah, JJ was like, all the shit people are complaining about, I'm going to try and fix it all and make everyone happy, even the people who like The Last Jedi. I mean, this is a humongous retconning of The Last Jedi. And honestly, it's almost an apology for The Force Awakens as well. Yeah, but The Force Awakens got good reviews both from the critics and the audience. Yeah, it's just they're, I don't know, they dialed back everything. Like, Poe's whole arc from the last film was to like learn that he needed to rein himself in, right? He needed to be more of a leader and be more uh, sensible because, you know, he would make rash decisions and he almost killed everybody. And then in this movie, he's like, fuck that. I'm Han Solo again. Ta-ta, bitches. And just like fucking light skip jumps the Millennium Falcon. It's... ugh. Which which we can never get the light speed to work originally. Yes, 
part of the whole thing in Empire was that the fucking like, hyperdrive was broken. Like that's all, and not to say <laughs> that it wouldn't be working now. You know, it's like thirty five years later, but like it just shows that the s- simple stories, simple stories, man. Just the Mandalorian is everything that this trilogy was not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I mean, in fairness, it's not a main trilogy, you know, a story, so it's whatever. But it's like, why does everything have to have Skywalkers? Why does everything? What? Why does every Star Wars movie have to have Jedi's? How cool would it be to see a fucking trilogy of movies that takes place on a planet we've never fucking heard of, and it has to do with a story that has nothing to do with Jedi? There's mm. zero lightsabers. Like, look how good the Mandalorian was, and there's one lightsaber at the very end. I don't know, but so th- what I—I'll tell you what I loved about this was uh, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. I think his arc through these three films is the most impactful and probably the only good arc. Um, all right, him, yes, but but the arc—I mean, it was almost predictable. Like, really? I mean, you went as far as killing your dad and blowing up your mom to to then, what, regretting it? You know what I mean? All because, well, what, your mom said your name? But well, the thing is, he's always been conflicted. And, you know, I mean, it was a little heavy-handed in all three movies, but I he, Adam Driver just plays it so well. Like, he's so Oh, no, so no, no, no. He does a great job, so I'm not taking anything yeah, away yeah. from him. It just... Like, Let's separate that because just his arc, his story of Kylo Ren. I mean, why um, was fucking Palpatine on a random planet? Who were all those Sith? Were they all force sensitive people? And if so, why did they allow him to just die? They just got fucking crushed by rocks and shit. Like none of them used the force and survived. (laughs) I know that's the same thing I was thinking. It was, I don't think it was a real crowd. Dude, it literally I, looked like the fucking Daytona USA crowd. <laughs> 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 or like any FIFA soccer game. Like just the random people background. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a real crowd. I think it was it was Palpatine's cloaks or extra wardrobe or something. <laughs> it's like well, so he just put his cloak over a bunch of chairs. Is Palpatine a clone? Because we watched him in Jedi fall into a reactor and get evaporated basically even so think about he was old back then how old is he in this movie fucking elderly when did he fuck someone he was like 70 in those movies (laughs) and then he's fucking he's out there busting nuts looking like a fucking troglodyte and then he's getting carried through like on this like machine with skeleton fingers like, how did no one look up and go, man, what is that track for? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Um, so I, I liked Kylo Ren quite a bit. Like, I liked his arc. Um, I, I admit it, it's definitely predictable, especially knowing Vader's story. You know, like, kind of, it's, a, it's again, it's another, like, remember? Uh, remember Vader? Uh, but I don't know. I just, Adam Driver was so fucking good. Like, he is an incredible actor. Uh, and he brings a lot to this. Um, what else did I like? Uh, I liked Poe and Finn getting a little more time in this movie and having more fun. Uh, okay, but but what was the secret? The fucking right? secret. Okay, the the secret. What do you think the secret is? I am I am a big shipper of Finn and Ray. 
I wanted them to be together since Force Awakens, or yeah, since Force Awakens. Uh, so I think he was gonna tell her he loved her. Just the way they were setting it up, like he thought he was gonna die, so he's like, I have to tell you something. Um, but he's definitely force sensitive too, so it could have been that. But I mean, why would he tell her that? Who cares? Because like he sense he's like Chimwit Emray or Chimrit Emway uh, from Rogue One, where I think he's force sensitive but he can't use the force you know what i mean like i don't think he can levitate things or whatever but he can sense things via the force all right i forgive me if i don't get this right but um the girl who plays rose tico right yeah um michelle tran yeah no uh kelly tran kelly tran michelle i don't know sorry um didn't didn't uh Finn kiss her? Uh yeah, I mean he probably smashed. So, but then like this whole movie, they're like kind of separated. <laughs> She's like, like, well, like, they're, they're like, remember her? We don't, and they just like fucking ride her out. They just ignored her. Yeah. Ugh. I mean that's JJ being like, people hated her, so get her out of the movie. It's instead of being like, let's take her. She had a pretty decent characterization. She wasn't a bad character. She just their their arc in that movie sucked balls but i mean it wasn't because of her you know what i mean like give her something to fucking do dude you know it was the fucking so i don't envy them as well having to figure out what to do with carrie fisher after you know carrie fisher or leia after carrie fisher died but man you could tell they were like use the lines we have and write around it because like all of their interactions were so bad right like mm-hmm. it was so clearly just like we have this line where she says try being positive for once and so they have to like make that work they have to give her a story that way yeah she was almost talking in code yeah and then gets oh dude and the fucking worst part of the whole movie to me leia training with luke like leia having trained to be a jedi with luke not that i like that she's force sensitive but again why would Leia have a lightsaber? Like, why train her to fight with a sword? She's a politician, man. Train her to use the Force. Like, use her fucking telekinesis and shit. She should be like Yoda. Yoda and her should never hold a lightsaber. They should both be like these badass empaths of the Force. Like, I don't fucking levitating shit, fucking helping, healing people, and just doing cool shit with the Force that has nothing to do with a lightsaber. Like, Jedi with lightsabers are like knights they go out and do shit leia would be like the queen you know what i mean and we've never seen her with a lightsaber before yeah and then (laughs) and then fucking fucking ray has luke's lightsaber which was destroyed or i guess anakin's lightsaber the blue one was destroyed in fucking the last jedi her and uh kylo ren were fighting over it and exploded they pulled it apart right yeah how is it? Where? How was it in this movie? They they gonna fix it? I don't know. Um. <laughs> all right. So I liked some more some more stuff. I liked. I liked um a lot of the creature designs were pretty cool. Um, and there was a lot of cool adventure stuff in this. I wish it would have been spread out a little more. Um, uh, like I wish w- the beginning of this movie is like they they ran the movie at three times speed. Like so much shit happens one after another like boom 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 it's like the, the a machete pacing was very fast yeah there was no slowdowns for the most part um 
the pacing was extremely fast. Like in the in the last Jedi, I mean, there's a constant chase, right? Yeah, just like constantly chase, 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 chase until like they can't chase them anymore. Um, but this was was like constant fighting. Uh, I I really like like the way that uh, when they're heading into battle, um, the resistance was filmed the kind of teamwork did did you like that scene at all i mean i love the way that that was filmed it jumped from like kind of person to person and it kind of like showed one person helping another to help another to help another to build that uh that teamwork yeah yeah i thought that was cool it reminded me of like the end of a new hope where they're kind of all trying to get to the the run to shoot you know the fucking exact little great for the to destroy the Death Star. You know, you're seeing all these different pilots, everyone's dying and shit's going crazy. But I gotta say, the re- the fact that they had to ride horses on top of a fucking Star Destroyer to, like, blow up a thing when it was a tower and you could just shoot it with a fucking laser. Like, they didn't have to go inside. You know, if, if they had to go inside, it's one thing, right? Like, or just blow up the fucking... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why they had to, like ride horses and then they sort of built to like a weird romance with finn and that um the other ex stormtrooper girl which i thought was a i actually really liked their interactions like how stoked they were to meet someone like them and you know that was kind of cool but then they're like what if she fucks lando though wink wink (laughs) (laughs) or like what if lando's her dad yeah i don't know that was kind of weird right like i didn't know which way that was going it was definite sequel bait it was very weird uh, Billy Dee Williams was good in this as Lando. I mean, you know, it was fun to see him back uh, and to see him flying the Falcon, which was fun. You know, he's laughing and having a good time with Chewie. That was cool. Um, Ray was sort of a fucking... I, uh, I like, really liked Ray in The Force Awakens, and then I didn't care about her for two movies. And I'm kind of bummed about that. I think your... I think your mic died. It died. Pausing. Sorry. Um, yeah, she just kept running out, right? Yeah, and like them being like, "She, Jesus, she's, she's a Palpatine," and you're like, "Really?" There's not other like. I really liked the idea that she was nobody. Like, I mean, it, they could have they could have built to her figuring out that her parents had to give her up for a reason, right? Like there was. They someone knew that she was force sensitive. She was the first like force sensitive baby born since the the culling of the Jedi, right, or something crazy, right? Or someone sensed that she was extremely powerful in the force, and so they had to they had to like put a mental block in, or you know they they met with fucking Luke Skywalker who put a mental block on her, and then you know uh, or dampened her powers in some way, and then hit her, right? Great, that's cool. But like, why does she have to be one of two families? Like, why does that have to be Palpatine and Skywalker? There's mm-hmm. fucking Kit Fisto. There's fucking, like, a million different Jedi in the world. And th- for some reason, it's those two. It's like, ugh. Again, I don't envy JJ and the guy that wrote Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice <laughs> having to write this script, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a better script out there. Or at least a better arc. I don't know. I mean, you know, Ray. I'm I'm, I'm looking up how old uh, Ian Mc uh, McKellen. 
No, Ian Mc, uh, the guy who plays Palpatine. How old he is? Oh, because <laughs> dude, he's he's up there, man. He's fucking super old. Yeah, he had white yeah. hair in, uh, in at least in the prequel <laughs> series. You know, what I mean, he was like old. Like in the original Star Wars trilogy, I'm sure he was probably in his 30s. You know, and they or maybe in his early 40s, and they just kind of like dressed him up a little bit. But yeah, I don't know, man. 75 years, four months, and four weeks old to the day. <laughs> <laughs> I put him in a generator. Um. So I I hated the uh, part where he says, I am all the Sith. And then she's like, I am all the Jedi. And like people whisper. But it was cool that they included voice actors from the cartoons and, you know, like a lot of different, like apparently the voice actors for Ahsoka, who was like Vader or Anakin's uh, Padawan, who then is like super important in the Clone Wars uh, cartoons and I guess Rebels as well. Uh, she's there as, you know, her voice is there. There's like a couple of cool little uh, nods to the expanded universe, but um, I just thought, like, I don't know, that shit was cheesy. It was kind of cheesy. I mean, I'm glad they didn't have her fight a fucking elderly guy with, <laughs> with lights, like, have an actual sword fight. But again... Did you have a hard time with the, um, with the, like, to instant teleporting? Did um, you have a hard time with, like, the teleporting and, and even time? Just time in general, right? Yeah, it was weird. Like, time was hard to gauge in this because, like, for example... Lando goes out and rallies the troops. How long is he out for? Who knows? Is he there for a day? Twenty minutes. <laughs> you know what Twenty I mean? minutes, like just hyperspace jumping everywhere. Yeah, that's not the way it works. Yeah, uh, I I didn't mind the idea of them passing stuff back and forth and like sword sword fighting across distances using you know the force their their duality or whatever they called it. Um. But again, that lends itself to having ended with like the balance being, in my mind at least, because just Kylo and Ray were like cool characters and they had a cool bond. Like having them somehow work out a way to either convert him to the light, but I I would pr- I would think it would make more sense for the dark side to have you know someone alive because that's the whole thing is balance. And their duality or their whatever the fucking word they use um, could have lent to that. But I I mean, I think there's no cooler fight in this trilogy than the throne room, Snoke's throne room fight where he fight, they fight the Snoke, the, the guards, the red guys. That was a really cool fucking fight scene. They were bet more badass than the Knights of Ren, which oh, was God. kind of upsetting. They were such a waste. Like, why do they even exist? <laughs> What's the point of them? They barely even fought. What were they? Were they Sith? And if so, why did they use metal weapons instead of lightsabers? Yeah. I, I just don't get it. Or, yeah, because they were supposed to be the ones that Kylo Ren didn't kill, right? Y- yeah, they were people that converted with him, that left the Jedi Academy with him and helped him kill everyone, I guess. And it's like... They they could have been, you know, him and them could have been the main villains. Like, they could have been starting a new Sith uh, temple, right? Like, they could have been recruiting and going across the galaxy and getting people and teaching them the ways of the Sith and converting them to the dark side. And then Rey could have had to fight them to stop it or something. You know, there's a million other things other than fucking Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Woof. <laughs> 
Um, I would I would have preferred a whole new villain. The like ma- a whole new Yes. I mean, show us a devil. You know what I mean? Yeah, show us Sidious or someone fucking Darth Revan, someone super old that's like been you know manipulating things for a fucking thousand years like or been gathering power for a thousand years creating this fucking fortress because like in this it's like palpatine's like ah you have found me well i guess i'll put my army out <laughs> and then fucking 400 death fucking not death stars uh whatever those fucking things star, destroyer. star destroyers come out it's like where were they why was he there how are they gonna get out they had to have the one thing to tell them how to get out. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then Ray getting new powers all the time was kind of annoying, too. Mm. Like, I can heal people because I need to for plot. Well, it kind of goes with the Mandalorian now that Yoda could heal people, right? Yes, Baby Yoda does it, but Baby Yoda's a baby. So, like, him figuring out how to do it I mean, I, it, it makes sense. If if Ray had to do it to save Kylo Ren and not a snake, it would have made sense, right? If it was like a in-the-moment, holy shit, I have to save this person's life, manifest this power as a result. Okay. She just does it to a snake. Who's <laughs> like, but why? How did that snake get hurt? Everything else in there is a fucking skeleton. So, like, <laughs> has he just been hurt for 40 years? I don't understand. It's fucking weird. Um, we never do, do we, find out fucking Finn's secret, though. What do you think it was? I think it was uh, just that he knew uh, she was a Palpatine. No, how because would he Leia that? knew. Yeah, but he didn't talk to Leia. He was asleep for a bunch of time. <laughs> she talked to Leia. I mean, he may, again, because he is somehow Force-sensitive, because he does say it. He followed his gut. Remember, they show a couple times where he, like, recognizes something seemingly mystically it, i feel like they insinuated that he know he has like force sensitivity so i bet like if there's that he could sense the maybe sense the darkness in her but why would he tell her like i have to tell you something and then not tell her in front of poe like why would <laughs> it just to me it screams of like i want to smash yeah because especially the way that they played it out it was like the awkward little poe and finn moment where he's like well what were you gonna say he's like well i'm not gonna tell her now it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, what else? How about uh, the the ginger guy? What's his name? Oh, uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, poor guy, dude. Yeah, he sucked in every movie. Well, he was like intimidating in the first movie, and they were like, "He's a joke now." He was yeah. uh, he was Ron Weasley's older brother. I'm head what? boy. In Harry yeah, Potter. he was. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that he was like a double agent. I like that he literally flipped just because he hates Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, but they fucked they fucked his ass up quick. Yeah. Um, Babu Frick was the coolest character in the whole movie for sure. <laughs> and you know the little lantern, the little uh, the lantern robot. I forget his name. D- Dio. Dio. That's uh J.J. Abrams' voice. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. General Hux is his name. Yes, they had a new, uh, they had a new Grand Moth Tarkin guy, the other bad general guy who's like really mean and kills Hux. He was like mm-hmm. a Nazi, and you're like, oh, there's a Nazi guy. General Pride. Yeah, I want to say. 
Richard Grant. Uh, what about Carrie Russell? He was, he was old, I, but I, I don't know what he was in before. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. I never seen him. What'd you think about the Felicity reunion that we had? Uh, Carrie Russell plays the Poe's girlfriend or ex girlfriend. Yeah. And then the fat guy that the Leia, who's been in all the movies, who Leia said try being positive for once, he was one of her boyfriends in Felicity. And J.J. Abrams was, was the producer. Great Grunberg or whatever, Snap? Snap yeah. Wexley? Yeah. Uh, so it's J.J. Abrams, uh, Carrie Russell, and that guy all from Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I never watched that show, but, I, you know, the commercials used to come on all the time. Uh but my buddy Mike, you know Mike, Mike Shorts, Mike Shorts, um, he used to have to watch it because of his girlfriend at the time. And he would say that it was just uh, people looking out of windows in subways. And then the fucking theme song was like, it's like, it's all I fucking think of when I think of that fucking show. And that was JJ. Well, supposedly Jeff Garland is in this. They show one IMDb as uncredited. Yeah, he's probably an alien. Hmm. It's pretty funny. There's a lot of cool cameos in these movies. Like Matt Damon was in was a star trooper or a, a stormtrooper in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, Daniel Craig. I'm sorry. I think Matt Damon was rumored to be. He might have been a cameo, but it was Daniel Craig. He was the one that uh, Ray uses uh, Jedi mind trick on. Um. Oh, and I also hated that they had to walk back Luke Skywalker, uh, throwing the lightsaber so he catches it this time. Boo. <laughs> Boo. And then, and then we have Han Solo as like a I'm not a Force ghost. I'm a memory. Wink. Walk. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I mean, I How didn't force. I didn't mind that scene. I thought it was emotional and whatever, but then. <laughs> Like that, Kylo Ren's just like in a t-shirt afterwards. <laughs> it's like he gives yeah, up all his goth clothes. And then it's like the one that is like girlfriend war. It's like <laughs> the one with the hole in it. Like she got like a little bit of gum on it or something. And he's cool with it. He's like, yeah. it's fine, my girlfriend. He's my like, girlfriend. I came in this shirt one time because we didn't have anything else. <laughs> to wipe up with it. <laughs> 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 and then just tongue darts. Uh, <laughs> and I like that. Like he does the Luke Skywalker thing and just burnt himself out with the Force, I guess, and disappeared. Mm. Like his body is like a fucking his body just poofed and then his clothes were there. Well, so did so does Leia. It's true. They they all do that now. The Skywalkers. I mean, no, it's not even. It's just anyone with the Force, I guess. Because remember, that's what happened to Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah. Oh god, that's a member Barry moment too, huh? <laughs> I guess that's the thing to do. Like that's the like, that's the death. But yeah. meanwhile, meanwhile, like stormtrooper heads are still on the floor. <laughs> uh, all right. You have any other fucking thoughts on this movie? I mean, look. Overall, I had fun. And if you take it, if it was another movie, I mean, if it was like another series, I'd be like, oh, this is okay. That's pretty good, you know. It's whatever. But it's like this is supposed to be the end of the main Star Wars saga. And I just feel like it was a big old fart. Yeah, it's a big old fart in a win. But still, I enjoyed it. I did watch it. I think it was beautiful. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Didn't get sick. Sat like four rows up, uh, kind of, kind of high up there. And um, man, it, it was 
It was a fun watch, man. I oh, did, I... dude. Sorry. I I just remembered when we saw it, I fucking yelled at people. <laughs> oh, I had no problem. Oh. It, that, that was one thing I was worried about. And it was a pretty big theater, too. But I didn't have any problems. We saw it on opening night at 7 p.m. Like the first showing they do. And we're sitting there and there's a guy next to me with his girlfriend or his wife. And then in front of us, a fucking whole row of douchebags show up. Like, you can tell it's like an old rich guy. He shows up late with like a really young girlfriend, right? But there's a bunch of bros that show up. So I'm like, it's someone's boss who bought a whole row, right? For him and his employees. And they're all just douchebags. And they're fucking talking like a lot. And the one guy goes, my boy, what was his name? Fuck. My boy Garrett. It's like my boy Greg or some stupid. No, Derek. It's my boy Derek. He's introduced him to another guy, whatever. And then the guys come, and then this girl walks in, and she literally walks down the whole road going <laughs> to everyone. And I'm like, oh my god. So I look over at the guy next to me. I'm like, look, dude, <laughs> I'm gonna apologize to you now, but I'm gonna tell those people to shut the fuck up for sure. I can tell it's gonna happen. He was like, that's okay. If you don't, I will. And I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> during the previews, they're still talking. And I'm like, it's the previews. It's got to be nice. You know, like, just, like, it doesn't matter. But then finally, one of them's like, bro, huh? And he's like, oh. and I, so I just go, oh. and I just made fun of him. And then he stopped talking for a while. And then they, in the middle of the movie, started talking. I'm like, motherfuckers. So, like, <laughs> they were pretty good for a while. And then I guess one of the guys was just, hated it and so he was like talking and i'm like shut up and then they stopped for a while and then uh he goes it's the dumbest shit i ever seen and i'm like nobody fucking cares and mm-hmm. then finally he's still talking so i look over i'm literally right behind him but i'm at the paragon or the you know the one by me uh the pompano yeah. one so it's like stadium seating recliners so you're maybe six feet over, uh, you know, t- above the people below you. So I just look over and I, I go, would you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> and then I look to the left and one of the ladies is staring at me. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then <laughs> they stop talking. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Had to, I, I just had to do it. You're going to get. You're going to get punched out one day, but it's all dude. Good. I thought it was going to be. This, I thought it was going to be Derek, bro. Because they they were they were uh, total bros and like I was like this is a risk this might be a fight and there's a lot of them and one of me so I mean this could be a problem but somebody's got to do it man I'll take a beating. <laughs> the thing is is that uh, it that that's just the way it is now man. People just talk during movies. I mean it's always or, been that way but now they Snapchat during movies dude and I had to fucking. I scared children out of a theater one time. They were probably 14, 15. But I literally walked all the way down to the bottom and stood right next to these, like there was a dude and then two girls and they were fucking taking selfies with flash. Like the front facing camera flash for 10 minutes in the movie. And it was like beginning of the movie. So I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this. So I just walked down and I looked at the kid. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? (laughs) They just like got up and ran down the aisle and never came back. And I was like, okay. They weren't it. allowed in that movie. Yeah, I'm like, bro, 
If you're not going to watch a movie, don't come into the theater. If you're going to look at your phone and take pictures of yourself, like, on what planet does anyone want to see a picture of you in a movie that's actively playing? Like, you know, we've yeah. all, we all take pictures at a theater. Like, if you like the recliner, you want to take a picture of your feet, you know, whatever, being like, hey, seeing this movie today. But you're there alone usually, and the lights are on. When the fucking lights go out, why are you attempting to take a picture on Snapchat? Yeah. Dude. Well, let's get into the next thing, uh, which is Watchmen. No, let's go to Mandalorian. We might as well finish Star Wars, right? Okay, we'll finish Star Wars. Just because we can compare. We we just finished. Um, Mandalorian was fucking great. (laughs) On a scale of one to five. I'm going to give it a four. But it's really like a 4.75 or 4.5. Like, I really liked it. But I don't want to round up because it's not a perfect show. I think there's a couple, there's some lulls in the middle. I don't think there's any yeah, yeah. necessarily bad episodes. But I don't think it needed to be eight episodes. It could have been a tight five. That would have been awesome. And it's still awesome. And every episode had moments I liked. I just don't think all of them necessarily progressed the plot in a meaningful way. You know what I mean? I call my dick a tight five. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Rachel, it's like a five and a half. We're going to do a tight five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, the a, prisoner a, episode. It's probably an eight if you measure from your top of your butt crack all the way. <laughs> <laughs> all the way from Audi to any. Yeah. But, but the prisoner episode where they oh, have man. to treat, like that was like totally like a one off. Yeah, but it was great because Bill Burr was in it, and he was so funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it was it, it was good, but like that and Gunslinger, like didn't really tie yeah. the story too much. A little bit of a distraction. Well, so um, what we saw in the end was he was sort of ended up meeting people that were going to become his team at the end. Except that prison episode, if he broke them out and then brought them with him, that would have been the way to wrap that up, right? Like, yeah, or at least brought one or two, like have. Bill Burr come in as his his wingman, his shooter. Which confused me, that whole story. I mean, that whole story is... Oh, your headphones went weird for yeah. a second. You're back. Nope. Yeah, and so You're it, on laptop mic now. Yeah, I'm on laptop mic. It just turns off whenever it wants. <laughs> There's a timer on it. So in that episode, I did like that the Twi'lek were there, and we saw the big uh, that big dude was a pretty cool race that we've never seen um but i i did like so the twi'lek uh the girl that was the the, you know the partner for the thing that ended up betraying him whatever that her brother was who she was saving um that was asha from or osha from uh, game of thrones and uh tonks she played tonks in uh harry potter so in game of thrones she was the lady that protected bran originally when he left winterfell Oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Natalia Tenon. Yeah. Tenon. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did, I didn't even recognize her. Yeah, she's in Harry Potter and all that stuff too. Yeah, that was a fun episode, but it was definitely a one-off. But it just yeah. I mean... But but for me, like I said, that episode really confused me because like, who was really bad? Who was really good? Like, yeah. did they care that uh, Bill Burr died? You know, um, he didn't die. They just left him. He's in jail. They're all in Mayfield. jail. Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did they care? Like, did no. they really want that? So that episode and the episode where he's fighting the ATAT with the, like, villagers, 
and they had that like pseudo love story where that lady fell in love with a featureless mask (laughs) 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 she's like for sure down to fuck a dude she's never seen like sure he's he's bodied up yeah he's bodied up he's definitely probably buff and you know keep the helmet on oil up those abs and let's get it let's get it on but like Bro, she's like straight falling in love after a day with a dude whose face she's never seen, who is a fucking, to her knowledge, merciless bounty hunter killer. You know, like, yeah, he's helped them and stuff, but it's like, you, I mean, the Mandalorians are like known to be these like epic fighters and whatever. But anyways, um, those two episodes specifically don't really do anything. I mean, I, again, I enjoyed both in the long run. Like they were cool and they're like, I thought, um, Gina Carano, a former UFC fighter who played the uh, shock trooper girl, um, she was awesome. She was great, and I'm. I'm yeah, but I, she's also in uh, Deadpool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the first Deadpool. Or is she in Deadpool two? No, she's in the first one. Yeah, um, Fast and Furious six. Yep, she had her own movie called. Uh, she was like a lead in a movie that did really bad when she first left UFC to start acting um but yeah man she's way she's like a way better actress than ronda rousey you know like just to to compare fighters um and she's beautiful i mean for someone who's been punched and kicked in the face like it did not uh it did not hurt her her looks at all um Mm -hmm. sort of like there's actually there's a lot of fighters that do pretty good as as actors um but it's always the ones that didn't get too fucked up like their nose isn't too crooked and they don't have too bad a cauliflower here because that shit's fucking distracting you can't like get past that but uh yeah i like to i i you know what's crazy is fucking uh quill killix or whatever the fucking little guy it is uh, i've spoken that's nick nolte yeah. no way yes <laughs> that's fucking nick nolte like I don't know if it's him in the makeup. That's his voice. That's I was sad when he died, but but yeah. So I really enjoyed the Mandalorian. Now, like we've had, so, you know, we we did a little bit of harping on this as well. But I mean, overall, I think this is like almost a perfect show for me. It is the perfect representation of what is good in Star Wars. Like it's an adventure. There's some heart to it. Uh, there's you know a little bit of mystery. There's fucking fighting and combat like it's just i like that i like that it was realistic in its portrayal of combat and stuff like the mandalorians are these awesome fucking epic fighters right they're like renowned for being badasses but he gets the shit kicked out of him by a fucking giant like lizard thing you know or giant like hairy mammal weirdo thing that rhino thing yeah but 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 even i mean let's be honest like even boba fett Got his ass handed to him every once in a while, right? Well, Boba Fett and Jango Fett were apparently not real Mandalorians. That's the whole thing. They just wore the ar- like they wore fake version of that armor. Because if you were to, there's there's like a I watched some videos talking about it, but uh, if they were what would end up being Mandalorians, then everyone would just be a clone of Jango Fett, at least up until the fucking end of the Clone Wars or whatever. But um but yeah boba fett sucked dick he was terrible uh <laughs> this mandalorian's way cooler um and his name is something cool it's like some with a d we didn't find out till the last episode yeah they say it the last episode and it's cool that they take off his yeah alert, but they take off his mask well and the cool thing is when you see him it's not this epic moment where like he takes his mask off it's like a robot takes his mask off. he looks like he's gonna fucking die like he's covered in blood 
eyes are unfocused. Like he just got his ass kicked, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what I like. So like we see him be a badass and fight a bunch of robots and like in that prison break uh, episode, but he, we've also seen him get beat down. Like he's not this robot that just one shot kills everything. IG-11, however, is a fucking badass. That fucking, the, the droid that in the end becomes a nanny droid. Mm-hmm. He was Dude, really it, cool. That was awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, one way to go out, but he ended up uh, kind of earning his keep. Yeah. And, like, and I, walking through lava. Mm-hmm. So cool. It was really cool. Um, That last episode that opening scene was so good and i'm like man this is so well written and then you realize it was directed by taika waititi and you're like of course he's so good yeah dude that i was i was loving the intro i was not loving the the baby yoda abuse (laughs) um but i was loving the conversation back and forth uh everything about the opening scene in that last episode was, was perfect well and um I'll tell you why I loved it. It's a perfect slice of life moment that shows that stormtroopers are people. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. so long in the or so often in these movies, we just see them as these like fodder, like they just get exploded and shot, and it's like whatever. And they're just like these weirdo Nazi soldiers that are following orders and doing horrible shit. But in this, like, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. But he's also scared of uh, what's his name, Moff. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Moff. Uh, I got whatever. it. It's um, Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which which bike bike scout trooper one is Jason Sadakis. Yeah. And bike trooper two is Adam Pally. Adam Pally, I don't really know, but Jason Sadakis is the man. He's awesome. Um, but you know that that moment just shows you that these are just people like doing a job. And I love when he calls it. He's, you know, the one guy's like trying to look at Baby Yoda and he's like, no, dude. And then he calls in, like, are we good to bring it in? He's like, no, nah, man. He just killed someone for interrupting him. So then the guy's like trying to see it again. He's like, dude, I'm not going to show him to you. He just killed somebody for interrupting him. I'm not going to fucking die. And then they, I love when they try to shoot the can and they fucking miss every shot. And then he shakes the gun and like taps it. Uh, such a good moment. Um, Yeah, man. And then so that sword that moff gideon has is apparently a mandalorian a relic from a mandalorian jedi it's called a dark saber and so there was a force using mandalorian at some point because in this series you know we learn that the mandalorians are not a race they are a people they're they're a, a code so anybody can be a mandalorian you just have to be accepted in and usually they're called foundlings the ones that get adopted in like uh Digidin or whatever his name was main Mandalorian in this so mm-hmm. I really liked by the way the fucking armor design for the blacksmith lady with like the fur and shit yeah super cool very cool costume designs but yeah Mandalorian was incredible I really liked it man I should just give it a five I'm gonna <laughs> give it a five I'm gonna give it a five it deserves it it's such a good show I was going to, you know, I knocked that a point off just because, like, yeah, there were some lulls. But really, even those episodes, I loved. I just didn't know where it was going. And when you look back on it in retrospect, you're like, they kind of didn't really do anything. But they didn't really feel like filler either. You, it, They just kind of threw you off from where it was going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we have to talk about Baby Yoda. 
He's cool. Well, on top of that, uh, I, I went to Disney for New Year's Eve, and uh, and they had you know those Disney shirts where it says like Disney World or like across the back shoulder, mm-hmm. and usually like a small logo in the front. Well, they had one with it was um, it's like a blue shirt, like a Yoda blue green ish color, mainly green. Um, and it has a baby Yoda on the front, like right where your belly is. And then on the back, it says Mandalorian. Oh, that's awesome. They were all sold out. Like literally most of them were sold out. That's crazy. You should have got one. Yeah, they're 60 bucks. Um, yeah. So what do you think of baby Yoda? I was super shocked when he first appeared, by the way. Really? Well, because I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be. Um, you know, when when the show started, I'm like, I wonder what it's going to be about. Uh, and then fucking Baby Yoda showed up. I'm like, oh, there it is. That's the thing. There's the hook. Because yeah. like, at first I'm like, well, is this just going to be about a bounty hunter? You know, maybe we just see him hunting larger and larger bounties. And then maybe he encounters like, you know, he gets a bounty to kill a young ray or something that's going to turn it into the you know kind of tie it into the or the new trilogy because uh, this is after this is directly after return of the jedi directly after i mean i guess not directly you know sometime after like pretty soon after return of the jedi because they do talk about the new order um but i don't know i don't know <laughs> oh you know what the crazy thing is so the guy that originally uh put that put out the hit for well, put out the bounty for baby yoda is fucking werner herzog who's like a very famous uh director uh he directs a lot of he, he directed grizzly man you know the movie about the guy who loved grizzly bears but he was also gay and then died yeah he directed that like he's a very famous documentarian and i think he's done some fiction or you know some actual movies as well but um well he's also the one that told that kind of was was talking crap to the staff about um going cgi yeah with, with baby yoda yeah he he tweeted like use the puppet you you cowards <laughs> yeah yeah baby yoda did seem like a puppet most of the time like when they would pick him up he didn't seem real like not not that he didn't seem tangible like not that they weren't carrying anything like he didn't move like a human like a not a human like a child you know like something that was alive it was just like this thing they were tossing around Mm -hmm. but his facial expressions are great and the memes that came from them are great too dude the craziest thing is like i'm trying to find the shirts i could show you but literally every one has bootlegged has bootlegged a Baby Yoda shirt. Yeah, and no one has posted the Disney shirts on there. <laughs> like I can't find them on the internet anywhere. Well, Disney probably copyright strikes them because they don't want them online, so that people can't uh, make real copies yet. Mm. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's we loved uh, Mandalorian uh, and. Star Wars well, was pretty good. <laughs> now it's pretty good. It was okay. I, like, it was a three. It was a three. Now it's a three. It's, now it's a five. So a three is like a 6.5 out of 10. That's not a bad movie. I had a lot of problems with it. But overall, in the end, I was like, I enjoyed it enough. Like There were moments with the characters that I like that were good moments. So I, I can't hate it that bad. Like It wasn't a train wreck, but... It was a 
It was a car wreck. <laughs> but you know, it was a beautiful ballet. Watchmen. The, yeah, man. Dude. Yeah, and I and I and I've been telling you, I've been telling you over and over, dude. You got to watch it. You're gonna love it. It's a perfect story. Everything is written so nicely. There's cliffhangers that they don't even tell you about. There's there's they there's things that they don't even talk about in this show, and you're you're like left scratching your head, like, oh yeah, what happened to that? You know what I mean? The biggest one is the thing me and you both notice is uh, in the Watchmen is like they they got this like silver guy who um let me get the names up because Dude, I'm gonna... the the silver lube guy uh yeah. he, you know who he is they put it no, out who is he? it's the fucking agent that works with uh silk specter what agent peter Petey. that dude that's him yes no yes there's no way and you know why it 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 if it's true because Ian sent me a link to um, the Wikipedia for it or the I guess there's a Comicpedia or something for it. They 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 say it's him. Uh, it makes sense because he's just a fan, so he's just watching. Like he's just he he had no purpose. Like he didn't have a mission or anything like that. He was just watching. And then he ran and slicked himself up and slid in that grade. That was so cool. That was pretty cool. So I'm going to go ahead. This is a five out of five for me. This is perfect. Like it's everything you could want. And as someone who read the comics, I'm sure there are fans of the comics that didn't like it. But for me as a fan of the comic, I loved it. It's such a perfect follow up for me to the comic. And especially because they tied in the Ozymandias stuff with the alien squids and all that. Like they, they brought that in, which wasn't in the film. Um, And, they just did such a good job. They gave everybody gets their moment. You know, I wish we could have seen Night Owl. Um, they, you know, they basically imply that he's still in prison. Um, but I guess, or he went to jail for you know being a vigilante. And Silk Spectre must have worked out a deal in order to work for law enforcement and become what she is. Um, but everyone has a moment. It's so good. It's so fucking good. And. What I really liked was Ozymandias having, like, his arc was interesting in it because he's just this, like, washed-up old genius who's sad that no one even recognizes the fact that he did save the world. You know, and, like, <laughs> they, they that's a big thing in the comic and in that movie is he doesn't even really want the recognition, but you know he truly does because he's a narcissist. And then for his daughter to basically be smarter than him and kind of one-up him, you know? Um, and then for him to get that moment to defeat her to like to win was really fun. Like I, I liked and especially Jeremy Irons was incredible in this. Dude, he was awesome, man. Literally all star cast, whether I've seen them before or they're new, like Regina King. Oh, man. Knock knockout. Dude. Perfect. Her cursing was the best part of the whole show for me. Like <laughs> Just the way she talked. She was like a real person, right? Like she felt so real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh spoilers obviously when uh when dr manhattan at the end it like teleports her and her and the kid or her kids and him out to the pool she's like motherfucker and then she goes up, she's like get out the fucking pool <laughs> uh, she's just great and then like the mystery of who the guy in the wheelchair was and then how he killed like the fact that he says do you think I can lift 220 pounds? She's like, 
the fact that it's baited throughout the season, yes. like he's sitting, like even throughout the episode, like he's sitting outside her bake shop, right? Yep. Um, and you kind of don't pay attention to him. You don't. You kind of tune out, right? Yeah. You see him, and like she makes eye contact. They focus on him for a second, but not really. Like it's not like they give him a close up. He's just there, and you're like, yeah. huh. And then. You know what's even crazier is to think about the baiting of who he ends up being with the fact that he lynches the cop. You know, he's the hooded justice who wears a noose around his neck because he had been lynched. Like, just the 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 peppering of secrets throughout and the payoffs for all of it. Everything that is set up is paid off except for the lube guy, which we were talking to Ian about it because he's been raving about it as well. Former guest from uh, Nerd Porn Days, Ian. Um, he was raving about it as well. And you, when you mentioned it, I was like, fuck, that is a plot hole. I totally didn't even think about that guy. And Ian said that uh, Damon Lindloff said if they were to do more, it will be an anthology, but it'll it, they would focus on that guy and kind of what he is and does, you know, like what his powers are or, you know, what his vigilante <laughs> name and all that is. He just folds up in a perfect square. No, he just like slides. Just fucking lays back. I just love that he covered himself in lube and then slid. <laughs> Dude, you know who was fucking awesome in this? Was Looking Glass. Mirror guy. Yeah. Dude. Mirror guy. His arc was great. Um, and his accent was great. Like, he's such a good Rorschach replacement since, you know, Rorschach's dead. Mm-hmm. Because he's got that same kind of rough, gruff attitude. And, like he was just awesome and like seeing him and his background and like what kind of shaped who he is was so cool the mirror guy yeah i like the fact that they all kind of like use his mask but his background story was fucking cool so good um and i love that he kept saying you know my name's looking glass (laughs) (laughs) at this point you're doing this on purpose which was that guy in anything else? Tom Tom Meissen? Yeah, I've seen him as bit bit parts. I don't think he's ever been a lead in anything, but he was so good. Yeah, I do want to know more about the Russian guy and pirate. Oh, uh, the red uh, red scare. Yeah, and pirate Jenny. <laughs> pirate Jenny's so like such a dumb name, and her costume so stupid. Um. Don Johnson was good, and then kind of like what you find out, like of what he is, and his fucking wife, and then the fucking senator. Like the whole story is so good, and it's so tied to like current politic, political <coughs> kind of current political stuff, but not yeah. in a heavy-handed kind of like. It's not. It's not written in a way that you feel like you're get, being given a message. You know, like this like predatory message pushing an agenda. This is a. It's a believable world. You know, like. Ah, it's just so good. And fucking Dr. Manhattan, like that whole, that whole thing was really good. Like the, the use of him being him existing outside of time is so, is so well done in this. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then the way that they write it all the way back into the story from the beginning is perfect. You know, the way that they write it to whispering something to Hood of Justice, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Or the guy in a wheelchair. I so just by just by a mistake that triggers 
all these events. So what's so it's, did, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. It's just genius. No, yeah. no, no. I, 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 you know, I got nothing else. Was he? I mean, he's he's obviously bi at, at the very least. But was he gay? Was like when he first met uh, the blonde guy whose name I can't remember. You know, the, from the Minutemen. Was he saying it's nice to meet someone like me? Because the guy could tell he was gay, or that he was a vigilante. I think it was both. I think, I think it was both. Really right? Like I, I think it's hidden at both. Because like it's like they met, and then he immediately ass fucked him that same day, and I'm like, bro, that's like a intense <laughs> escalation, yeah. right? Yeah. It just seemed a little like I have no negatives for the show at all. I just that one confused me. Like they didn't really build to it. Like we saw it on TV, and then I was like, "Damn, they tried the shit out of him." Because when you find out that he was hooded justice, he's already had a, has a wife and a child. So I'm like, "That must that must eat at him that they imply that there was this relationship between them when the, you know he was clearly married, like whatever." But then there was, and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder how they figured that out." Captain Metropolis. <laughs> Captain Metropolis. Cyclops was really cool. Uh, Don Johnson, you realize he's a piece of shit and it's good that he's dead. Oh, man. <laughs> the fucking moment that got me, though, was when she's talking to... Uh, when Angela's... Uh, Night, Lady Lady Midnight, what's her name? Lady Knight? <laughs> Sister Knight. When <laughs> Sister Knight is talking, Knight. is talking to Dr. Manhattan and she's like, ask him how he knew that uh, the sheriff was a part of Cyclops and had a clan robe in his closet. And then he's like, he says, who's that guy? And she's like, oh, fuck. Did I do it? Is that my fault? And you're like, oh, shit. She's the fucking reason that he even knows about it because she told him from the future via Dr. Manhattan. Like, just you're figuring out at the same time as she is. And they just write her reaction so well. And yeah. she just played it so well. She was amazing. Well, that's what I was talking about is the way that they written the story and put these like little cherry drops in the story all the way back to the beginning. It's it's perfect. Well, I mean, and Damon, you know? Damon Lindelof was the you know co-creator and writer of Lost. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that love that show. I mean, I didn't watch much of it. My sister was obsessed with it. And they said it was all similar stuff. They would build all these mysteries and things. They just didn't tie it up well at the end there for some people. I know some people loved it. Um, but this is yeah, a. But he also did uh, the leftovers. Yeah, which is also great. Um, but yeah, it's this is tied up perfectly, but in in a satisfying way that doesn't feel forced. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of times where people will tie up a show, and you're like, mm, that's so forced. Like, you know, we don't need a perfect everything wrapped up in a bow. And this isn't even a perfect ending. It's not even a happy ending per se. And they it's leave not. it. And and it leaves you in a cliffhanger. Yeah, like I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm of the mind that like there's no real cliffhanger there. She definitely got his powers because he told her to eat the egg, basically. And we know like they flash back to the conversation where she says you could you you know you could put your powers into food and I could eat it and become a thing. And then he makes an egg that time as well. You know what I mean? It's all there, but it's a perfect ending. Like we don't need to see her walk on water. It's cool that it's there for discussion. You know. I would love to see what she would do with the power, though. Yeah. What, like, what would you do? If you had Dr. Manhattan's powers, what would you do? I don't know. What's the first thing you would do? Well, the thing is, like, you might become him because human, you're not human at that point. Human problems don't matter to you. Like, 
you would think like oh, I would solve world hunger and I'd fix all this stuff, but then it's like, but then you're creating even more problems because people have to die. You know what I mean? There has to be a balance of numbers of humans on the earth or else we're going to eventually, you know, run out of food. But if you're Dr. Manhattan, you could then colonize another planet. You know, you could create a bubble of atmosphere like he did on uh, Europa. Send people there with teleportation. Make a perfect world there. Fill this, like Europa in itself was so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it, it was a prison, but it was also designed to worship, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Oz, Ozymandias. Uh, but not really. They were there just to like be in love with somebody. They needed someone to serve. And he made it after the people that, you know, Dr. Manhattan made it after people that kind of saved him when he was a kid. That was an interesting little side story. And yeah. dude, what about the fucking peppering of Ozymandias? Like his statue being in uh, his daughter's house. And then that, when they fucking put the like when they said to go into the chamber and you see that it's shaped like a person with their hands on their hips i was like no fucking way is he in a statue at her fucking house right now (laughs) because when uh silk specter sees it she's like why'd you make him fucking old (laughs) and like at that moment you're like and it actually looks like him because you know we have seen him at this point but in our minds we're like he's on fucking europa there's no way and that was the perfect way for them to deal with the fact that he wouldn't have been able to get back to earth in a timely manner right like if things were moving in the speed that the show was progressing he wouldn't have been able to get here because space travel is not fast like he would have to get teleported by dr manhattan so it's like the perfect way to deal with it he was already here the whole time he's been here for a while you know just in like (laughs) carbonite yeah that's almost like exactly what it was yeah fucking crazy yeah, I mean, hopefully you've seen the show if you're listening to this. So you are you already went through all these emotions with us, but fuck me, that was good. And you had been saying it, and I told you the whole time, I don't want to watch week to week. I can tell I'm gonna love it, and I need to be able to binge it. Like I need to be able to watch it at a speed that I feel comfortable with. You know, dude. And I made you sit down and watch that first episode and yeah. that second episode. No, I only watched the first episode that time, and oh, then okay. Then last week, like I knew surgery was coming up and I knew I'd be laid up. So I was like, I'm just going to fucking burn through all of it. That's what I did. I watched like three or Sorry. I watched like, I watched like two or three episodes a day. And there's only eight, right? No, nine. Nine. So the first day I watched three. And then the, then, so that was Friday. And then Saturday I watched another four. And then I watched two on Sunday. Because once you're going, man, it's fucking... It's I can go back and watch the whole thing again. Yeah, and you probably notice new shit. Mm-hmm. That yeah. first episode is very powerful. You feel a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel a lot of things. Well, that's a true story, too. That actually happened. That massacre of the town, that's real. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a real event. They just then twisted the future from it. But yeah... What is, man, what is the world without Dr. Manhattan now? And like, I mean, they didn't have Dr. Manhattan. God, yeah, I don't it's so know. good. I, I'd love to see more from this. Uh, if there's a position, sign me up. I saw a thing. I accidentally spoiled myself on something that didn't end up happening. 
because I was looking up Rorschach and just, you know, reading about Wikipedia. And then so, it said that he had a cameo in the last episode of Watchmen, but I didn't see him. Hmm. Like the real it's Rorschach. Fun, it, it's funny how they kind of take Rorschach and they adapt him for something else. I mean, he doesn't stand for that. No, he would have hated racists. Like, yeah. That would have been counter to what he was, but... Why Why did they... Why did they do that? Yeah, why do they use him mean? as a symbol? I don't know. Why Why was he the symbol for that? Was That's... he seen as a villain by, by like, the public? No, because people don't even know how he died. So he died, he goes to Antarctica with uh, Night Owl and mm-hmm. Silk Spectre, and they go to stop Ozymandias, but when they get there, he's already launched the squids and killed three million people. He's already done it. He's like, that happened an hour ago. You know, they, they didn't know because they were flying to fucking Antarctica. And so uh, Night Owl and Silk Spectre are like, well, we'll keep the secret because it is working. Like, they can, he turns on the news and they see that uh, Russia and America have turned, you know, like they've made an alliance because they see a common enemy. So they say they'll keep the secret because it is helping to stop the Cold War. But Rorschach's like, fuck you. I'm going to tell everyone what you did. And he walks outside and Dr. Manhattan kills him because he's like, look, you know, this is the right thing to do at this point. He's like, I don't agree with it, but now it's it's too late and we need to let these, you know, this saved the world, basically. And so uh, Rorschach takes his mask off and makes him look in his eyes and then he dies. Right. And so but nobody knows. So there I mean, he. He technically was like how Batman is looked at, like a vigilante of the the worst kind, where it's like he's too aggressive and too crazy, and he kills people, and he you know is whatever. But no, I don't know why they would have used him. I mean, I guess he was in just the movie. F- they did it a little bit different. I forget why he got killed, but he did get killed in the snow outside. Yeah, same when thing. When he said he's going to tell the world, mm-hmm. and I forget how he got killed. Doctor Manhattan snaps and blows him up. He explodes him. Mm. But in the movie, Night Owl sees it. Because in the comic, nobody knows. Like, I mean, eventually, I guess they figure out that, you know, he's dead. But nobody knows at the time. They're not there. And in the movie, that moment is so good. Because Patrick Wilson's a great actor. And him reacting to that is so crazy. Also, before we stop, how big was uh, Dr. Manhattan's dick, though? (laughs) My dog was packing fucking heat, bro. Yeah. That was a (laughs) thick-ass dick. That was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> flaccid dicks that was like two of my flaccid dicks wide <laughs> and probably too long that shit was fucking huge i was like my dog is a shower and i'm sure a grower <laughs> um but yeah so i loved Watchmen. i cannot wait for more i hope you know i hope they do stick to an anthology um you know i hope it it's in the same world so there are ties but i don't necessarily think we need a sequel like a direct sequel no, no, we could take we could take other characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like we could go and see like side missions of the comedian, right? Yeah. Um I would love to see that. That's dark. That's dark and gritty. Um even, you know, with all the TV stuff and kind of things that we got going on, I mean, the tie-ins to the DC universe is pretty cool in the comics. Yeah. Um, I hope that they don't go that way, you know? No, what I would like to see is like a 10, 20 years in the future. 
right? Like, see what happens when after she has uh, Dr. Manhattan's powers, you know? Like, Angela, see what she does with them. Because like you said, I would love to know what she's going to do with it. But just, I don't think it has to be directly after, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry we spoiled it for you, but go. We didn't even cover everything. There's so much to it. It's so good. There's so, m- there's so many layers to this onion that you just peel back. And like I said, I feel like I could watch it all again. And it's still new to me. Yeah. And the fucking soundtrack's incredible. And you, you yeah. kept saying it, too. And you were right. Yeah, it's Trent Reznor and who's the other guy? Uh, Atticus Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything Trent Reznor touches is usually gold to me because I love fucking uh, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they actually put it out on vinyl. Oh, dude, you need it. Yeah. Yeah, so we love you. That's our episode this week. Um, Well, this week. (laughs) This month? After three weeks. (laughs) Um, Hopefully Jesse records a new episode with you. I'm sure he has tons of game to report to. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to record last weekend, but I think he had to babysit or something. Um, It was like he had to pull an uncle thing and babysit, so. Nice. Um... But if you want to check us out, uh, I want to say first, happy birthday to our fa- friends. We had uh, F- Finn Dietz Creek. Yep. Had a birthday. Turned 16. Um, he turned 16? How, <laughs> how old? I think he's probably 20 now or 19. I don't know, man. He's still the youngin. He's the right in. Um, we also had Seth Myers celebrate a birthday, I think, today. Today, technically. Yeah. Good I mean, dude, man. Yeah. Right there. Nana Pratt, like the other day. Yeah. These are all former guests, uh, longtime friends. They're not guests. They're they're friends. Well, they are former the guests on the show, but they are friends of ours IRL now. Yeah. So um, you like us, go check out our friends, uh, Cinecast, Pop Culture Leftovers, The Leftover Army Podcast, Couple of Nerds, Lords Are Russ, Who's Next Podcast, Shutterbugs Podcast, and Brute Force and Ignorance. Boom, shaka, laka. We love you. I'll see you next week, and Keith will see you in two. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Jar-jar. <laughs>